Dose of Leadership Podcast, Episode 44. Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership Podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Richard Ryerson. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Dose of Leadership Podcast. Before we get started with the interview, I want to talk to you about a couple things. First of all, I just want to let you know that I am available for one-on-one leadership coaching and consulting engagements. I can do this over the phone. I can do it over Skype. Or if you're close enough, we can do it in person. I can advise you and your team on any of the following areas that I specialize in, personal development, establishing a leadership culture, change management, crisis management, communication, and leadership development. No matter where you are or what stage you're at, I guarantee you my leadership coaching will have a positive impact on you and your organization. What can you expect from me? Look, I'm an empathetic coach who has faced similar and challenging opportunities just like you. You know, I've got a lot of both personally and professionally. So i got 25 years of real-world practical leadership experience, and I guarantee you my guidance will help identify and work towards specific goals and challenges, whatever you need to overcome. Go to DoSoleadership.com and click on the coaching menu item, and you can learn more information. Again, thanks for all your support. I really appreciate all the feedback that I get. I will answer every email, Twitter post, whatever you need. I will get in touch with you, so please continue to give me the feedback. I want to make this show better and make it more You know what you want to hear from this show. Again, thanks for all your support, and here's the interview. Well, I'm excited to have back on the show Dr. John Hole. He's the president and CEO of Equip. Equip Leadership is a nonprofit organization specializing in the development of effective international Christian leaders. It was founded by Dr. John Maxwell in 1996, and Equip is dedicated to developing servant leaders who shoulder responsibility, meet challenges with courage and creativity, and never relinquish their God-given dreams. I talked to Dr. Hole about 35 days ago on the podcast. You can check out our earlier interview where we talked about leadership. But in that interview, we said about 30-plus days we were going to get an update from Dr. Hole because he's on a relay. He's walked from, got a total of, I think, almost is it almost 1,200 miles? Dr. Hole, how are you? That's how are you right. Doing? Hi, Richard. I'm fine. We started in Atlanta on May the 4th. And I'm talking to you from Laredo, Texas. We're about uh, 30 miles from the uh, Mexico border, and uh, we have gone right now 1,144 miles. That's amazing. And we hand off to our Mexico partners on uh, Friday morning, and uh, our part of this, at least on the U.S. side, will, will be done, but there's still a whole lot of relaying to go to the border of Guatemala. So are you going to be walking in, in uh, Mexico and everything, too? No, in Mexico, we're turning this over to our partner uh, in the Latin world. Uh, our primary uh, partner that delivers equipped content in all of the Latin American countries and Spain and Portugal is called Libere, the Spanish word for leader. It's spelled L-I-D-E-R-E. It was founded by a prominent uh, Latin American Christian uh, leader, Marcus Witt, and it is uh, run day-to-day by a great guy named John Barican. And uh, John is meeting me at the border on Friday, and we have a uh, we have a, 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 a flagpole, if you will. It's, it's a it's a baton, and that uh, larger baton in the shape of a flagpole has uh, um, flags uh, of Mexico, the United States, and Guatemala flag in the center. 
and uh, I'm handing that off to him. We'll get some pictures made. We'll pray for him. We'll send him on his way. And then they, our team Mexico, is relaying, walking, cycling, and running uh, to the uh, Guatemala-Mexico border. They'll be there, Richard, on June the 1st. I'm going to join up there with them and then go into Guatemala uh, for about a 10-day walk into the capital city. John Maxwell and the president of Guatemala will meet us in the presidential plaza there in the downtown sector. And we should uh, have, they're telling us, maybe 25,000 people join us for a great day of, uh, of uh, challenge for transformational leadership in Guatemala, which is what this walk has been all about. Yeah, that's, I was going to say that. Let's, let's remind the listeners about what are the reasons for this relay. I mean, uh, briefly tell us again what's, what's driving this uh, relay. Well, you know, you mentioned, you're so kind to mention John Maxwell founding the organization in 1996, and from 1996 to just last year, we had have been and continue to be in 177 nations around the world training leaders. We about 6 million leaders. We average, you know, uh, multiple conferences every day around the world. Uh, in fact, we had a, a, a conference uh, just this past week in Cyprus with... Uh, 42 top Arab Christian leaders, including a former uh, Nobel Peace Prize nominee from the nation of Egypt who was uh, getting immersed, they're all getting immersed in our material and they're taking uh, the training into their circles of influence in the, in, the, in the Arab world. That's that's what EQUIP does. We train leaders. Right. Well, uh, what what uh, what John Maxwell came uh, did, he, he came to us about a year, year and a half ago, and he said, uh, we've done a really good job training uh, within the, the, the church stream, or the, the body of Christ stream, we would call it. And uh, we, we need to do a better job of getting those leaders that we've trained to be intentional about becoming influencers in the other streams of, of, of society, or any culture, or streams of government and business and education, media, the arts, a family-oriented kind of initiatives. We've got to get these leaders that we've trained and new leaders we trained to be thinking intentionally how to how to really work so or work well and efficiently outside the church, and so we we started looking at this whole idea of transformational leaders. What does that look like? How do we communicate it? How do we structure it? And uh, out of that, we produced a uh, we we're now producing a curricula and a process uh, in, in the nation of Guatemala. Why Guatemala is is very simple. We were asked to go there and partner with a group called Guatemala Prospera, led by a wonderful leader named Manuel Espina. And Manuel and his board of Guatemala Prospera, they are business people in Guatemala. They love their country, and they're so frustrated that their country isn't reaching their potential. At the same time, John Maxwell and our team was making a shift toward uh, transformational leadership development. He was thinking, what a transfer, you know, our country desperately needs transformation. And so it was a great marriage. It worked out beautifully that Guatemala was a small country where we wanted to test, you know, and make sure that we got it right and could have some measurable impact in a, a smaller country versus something mammoth like China right away. Mm. And then the next thing was that uh, Guatemala was a, a, a four-hour flight or a three-hour flight from Atlanta, three or four hours, and uh, we could, where our offices are, and we could mobilize uh uh, much better uh, being close to, to them uh, geographically. So that's that's why Guatemala, that's why transformation, and that's why I'm sitting here talking to you in Laredo, Texas right now. Well, what I love about Equip and what you guys are doing, I think, you know, it's so important to understand 
had a conversation this morning, an interview with Alan Burson. He wrote a great book called Leadership Com- Conversations. And, you know, of course, it's about the business world and how high potentials can, you know, take it to the next level. And we talked about the management mindset and the leadership mindset. And what was so great about the conversation that we were having that, you know, was talking about, you know, we get, we're all guilty of, having more of a management mindset and this isn't a bad and I'm not trying to badmouth management and it's not you have to have both is what this conversation was but the whole idea about leadership is to have this idea of this 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 grander vision the stronger purpose the stronger you know something that's larger than ourselves and and push towards it and that's what leaders do they influence others to kind of reach this 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 dream or influence this side and what is I find so amazing about what is behind your mission I mean you're all about transforming nations and you look at it on the surface and you think oh it's impossible if I turn on the news today and I watch Fox News CNN or whatever I can get so depressed thinking about the world is in such it is it's in a chaotic state and there's so much bad out there but what I love about what you guys are doing is you're so committed to actually transforming nations this isn't about a high potential learning how to get in the C office this is about you know getting rid of corruption it's getting rid of of poverty it's getting rid of illiteracy um and it's not about you know like a, a charity event where you're handing out grain you know bags of grains of rice this is about yeah. changing yeah. the and way nor, people think yeah nor is it some uh, utopian political philosophy it, right you know it, 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 it's dealing with the realities of the day and the best leaders define the reality of the day and uh, and then trying to mobilize and empower. I think what I'm most excited about in this so far for me is that I can actually hand this off to an amazing team of Mexicans, and they will go through their country with great pride, and they will talk to their press, and they will talk to, you know, we, we had a fantastic uh, uh, interview with Univision in Houston. Uh, they did a five, six-minute segment on us, uh, and the... Uh, and the uh, Consular for uh, uh, Guatemala in the Houston and the state of Texas. That's a huge consular responsibility. Actually, walk with us in Houston. Division team to take whatever. What I'm so excited about is this is going to start taking on a Latin flavor, the Spanish mm-hmm. language flavor, and and then we get to Guatemala and it becomes Guatemala, and here we go. And that's empowerment. And it's uh, you're talking about uh, leaders not being concerned about the next election or or, or deepening their own pockets or filling their pockets. It, it's 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 others focused leadership. This transformational idea is talking about servant leadership. Yeah, it's where the leader becomes more concerned about uh, the situation that their people are in versus their own uh, reelection. And uh, and and what John Maxwell has been able to do, uh, as many of your listeners know, is John has been able to place leadership development into transferable concepts that that people can understand. And now what I think John is really pushing us, he's pushing us hard, is let's, let's, let's start trying to make this idea of transformational leadership, let's try to make it attainable. Let's put it in concepts and uh, principles whereby uh, a person can understand that they can make a difference, doing something that makes a difference, as John would say, at a time that makes a difference. Yeah, I I don't know. I I just I'm so excited for you and for the mission, and I'm excited to see where this is going to go. And um, so tell me tell me about your thoughts. So here you are, almost 1,200 miles, 1,150 miles. Have you met? Tell me about some of the things you were surprised about. 
Did it meet your expectations? Was it harder than you thought? What are some of the great stories out there that, that you can share with, with our listeners? Well, well, thank you for asking that question. I think one of the things that I, I came away with, and forgive me if I shared this with you, last time I talked to you, I was uh, in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, one of the things I came away with is in each of the bigger cities that we were in, we stopped at churches and had uh, prearranged uh, meetings, uh, community meetings with uh, leaders uh, in these various streams of, uh, of, of their of their towns, uh, Mobile, Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, Columbus, Georgia, uh, New Orleans, uh, Baton Rouge, Houston, Victoria, Texas, and uh, we have one here uh, 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 in Laredo. Uh, we'll finish here tomorrow. And uh, I, I guess what I came away with, and all one of the things I've come away with is see what difference leadership makes in a community. Uh, I don't want to get specific because I don't want to bring any negatives to Caesar Ren, but it was so clear, it was so clear that I would go into a city to see cities and, and talk to these communities. I'd hold these, uh, um, like a panel, mm-hmm. and I'd just talk to them with the audience of maybe 50 or 100 people. We didn't want anything big. I just needed to know what was going on there. Because we have in Atlanta the uh, dedication of New Job Maxwell Leadership Center in February of 2014, and I want to make that, we want to make that a facility where we can teach transformational leadership principles, best practices, et cetera, uh, to our U.S. friends to be able to come to Atlanta on a regular basis and experience that. It was profound. It was just so profound. When I was in a city, you could tell where there was a city where there was good leadership, and you could tell where there was a city where it was bad leadership. Yeah. In the cities where there was bad leadership, Richard, uh, 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 county uh, uh, executives and city executives didn't talk to each other. There wasn't just racial polarization uh, and economic polarization. There's just communication polarization. Hmm. People aren't talking. People aren't sharing. Uh, there's a kind of a uh, circle your wagons mentality. You try to get as much as you can. And, and, and I could tell this, not because necessarily the people that were talking and sharing this information, they were not the people necessarily living that way or leading that way. I could tell in my interviews with them, I could see their frustration. I could see uh, uh, lots of teachers, principals that I would see along the way that we would talk about the education situation. They were so frustrated and so concerned about where things were going in their society. And uh, I, that really stood out to me as I saw uh, there were a couple cities uh, that uh, have, I'm, that I won't name, but there were two cities that I was in. It was really clear, and almost the third city I, 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 I'm thinking of right now, where it was just clear that community leaders are meeting the Chamber of Commerce, is talking to the Sheriff's Department, the Police Department is talking to public school leaders, the high school coach is, is talking to the mayor, you could just tell where it was happening and where it wasn't. That was profound. And while my destination is Guatemala, our destination is Guatemala, you know, we want to be able to export this, hopefully, to our other partners in 177 countries, what we learn in Guatemala. And walking through the United States, to the, to the, to the southeast and the Gulf south, I learned a lot about what's working and what isn't. And I want to do something about that. that, that there's a stirring in my heart there. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I think I, I was going to ask you, okay, so you see some of these bad examples. You see kind of this lack of communication. Maybe you see some corruption. Maybe you see some, um, you know, just really bad examples of leadership. Did you get frustrated or did you did you get more fired up? I got more fired up because I felt like uh, what I was trying to do was gather information and, uh, you know, uh, 
Harbaugh says the best leaders first listen, and then they learn, and, and then they lead. And I felt like I was in this listening and learning environment. And the great thing about the nature of what I've been doing for the last 52 years is that I would be at a forum that night that I would emcee. Our team members would take notes or whatever. And uh, I would think through the next day as I walked what I had observed. And then I had high-capacity leaders that were walking with us as volunteers. Right. And we would recap what we learned. And I was, did you see this? Did you hear that? What did you think about this? And so I was able to really process a lot of that. And so, uh, you know, listening and learning. And then I hope out of this through the platform of the Maxwell Leadership Center in Atlanta, I can, I can leadership uh, development opportunities. I've invited all the people who were part of the panels in the nine cities we've been in uh, to come to Atlanta twice a year. If they can pay their way to get to Atlanta, we're going to provide them exposure to best and brightest uh, in transformational leadership in the, uh, that's available not only in the U.S., but also in the world. And what happens is that technology, and you know, we put people on big screens and interview them, and they don't have to travel to us. We can talk to them right there in, in our new studio that we're building. Wow. That's some heady stuff. I mean, that's real world stuff. I mean, that's what's exciting is like, you know, you, you know, I'm anxious to see how this is going to come to fruition or some of the impacts that you'll hopefully be able to, to envision or share. Let me tell you one more thing and then I'll, I'll, uh, uh, you asked me what, what, what some things I've learned. One more thing is really cool. And I was giving you kind of a U.S. based answer. Well, here's something else that's happened. We got, um, we, we've had people that have flown in from around the world to walk with us. And, uh, we had, uh, uh, someone fly in from Egypt. We had someone fly in from uh, the Philippines. Someone fly in from Hong Kong. We had someone fly in from, uh, Austria. And, uh, the Austrian story is quite interesting. There's, uh, there's, uh, this, this, this Austrian gentleman loves to walk. He's probably in his early forties. And, uh, he is a, a biochemist and an engineer by, by training and has his own business in Vienna. And, uh, he's just a wonderful guy and we really resonated. And he stayed 10 days with us walking. Made his own expenses, came and walked with us every day. He'd do about 12, 14 miles. It's just a light. Well, at the end of the time, as he talked to me, he, he, he shared me a vision and then later he, uh, a vision he had for transformational leadership in, in Europe. And he loved the walk concepts. And so he sent me up, uh, 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 an email and talked to me about it. And then later sent me an email, which only reinforced our conversation prior, is he wants to put together a similar walk like we've done or are doing from Atlanta, Guatemala. He wants to do this in August of 2014, Richard, starting in London, England, and doing a walk through Europe covering 13 nations in 60 days, starting in London and ending in Bosnia. Wow to bring attention to the need of transformational leaders. Now, isn't that cool? That is cool. And, and you know, I just, I didn't have a clue that something like that would happen. And and, uh, and we've also had a, a couple of leaders suggest to us that after the Guatemala piece, that there needs to be a, a, a Latin leaders that get together and do a walk, organize a walk or a, a relay from uh, from Guatemala to Argentina, to the tip of the, con- the continent. And then someone else said, well, you know, we ought to organize a, uh, a walk in 2016 from the tip of Argentina to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil where they went school for that year. Mm. So that's the kind, you know, when you're talking about these kind of uh, big ideas and, and going after uh, transformation missions, I, it, it also requires with it some big ideas, big audacious things to, to, to gather people's attention. You have to do things to get people's attention that are tasteful and tactful, but you have to do something that lays a, you know, that 
I mean, I, I believe you're a pilot. You know, you gotta you gotta have a runway before you can take off. But I right. think this 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 walk for us and uh, for other nations, if it comes to fruition, is like the runway before we actually start doing the work. Well, that's the good stuff. You said you had another. Well, I tell you, man. I, I tell you, it's been a, it's been an amazing uh, journey. I'm very very grateful. Uh, I have. I, I must tell you that I have uh, had my share of hotel rooms. <laughs> uh, I've had about 52 days in a row in hotel rooms, and I'm I'm ready to go home and uh, and enjoy <laughs> enjoy being you know in a, in a, in, a, in my in my uh, normal environment. But uh, this has been for us uh, an amazing adventure. And uh, really, we're only halfway there, but uh, the great thing about it is I've got uh, partners that yeah. uh, take it the, the rest of the way, and that's that's exciting, and I'm looking forward to finishing the journey and finishing the, the race, if you will, in, in uh, uh, June. Any uh, pr- problems with traffic or weather or any close calls? Like, I'd be afraid walking on the highways there. Well, there have been uh, a number of close calls. Um, I think there have been, oh, a half dozen times, I know, not I think. I know there have been a half dozen times when I've, Really, uh, you know, came close where we walked toward the traffic. And, uh, and so, um, that way you can see who's coming. Right. And you have people who just tend to look at you and then they, the tar- the car gravitates towards you. Right. But if they look at you. And you have people texting, you have people not paying attention, you have to really watch out. Weather-wise, uh, we've only had three days where we had rain. Can you believe that? I three can't. days. That's amazing. Uh, where we had rain. And, uh, we start every morning, uh, we meet for breakfast in our hotel at six. We're out to the walk site by 7, where we left off the day before, and uh, we walk in a relay format, a shotgun format, meaning we've got uh, um, two vans, and then we have multiple walkers that are walking simultaneously in different segments of the highway. So we can cover in four or five hours, 22 miles. So we finish by noon at 1 o'clock, and uh, we're pretty well spent, and uh, then uh, we uh, try to recover and get ready to do it the next day. It's just been a, it's been amazing to, to have great weather along the way. Yeah, that and is. We met some amazing. We just met amazing, amazing, amazing people, and the has been very, very good. And people can go and, and follow us. Uh, uh, we're going to continue on, even though that I'm leaving this phase of the, the phase two of the, of the walk or the relay. People can continue to follow and uh, and and watch our, our partners uh, walk. And we have daily videos that we uh, upload. On equipworldrelay.org, equipworldrelay.org, you just click the media button and it'll take you to the videos. Yeah, and I'll put a link to it on the, when I post this on my website, I'll put a link for sure. They can get there. You said you had another story that was kind of, um, U.S. related. Did, did you, were you going to share that? No, I, I, I wanted to share in addition to the U.S. related story, this international story of what I think is happening with our, oh, okay. uh, with our international folks. And, uh, there are, uh, uh, there's a walk that one of our partners is doing in Burma. Uh, the Myanmar, the former Burma, doing a five day walk there. Our friend who came and walked with us from the Philippines is a key leader in that country and is a, a group representative and he's looking to organize a, uh, a walk in the Philippines. You know, you can get leaders from other countries. You, you know what happens. You're talking to leaders every day on this broadcast or on the program. Uh, you know, you get leaders together. It's amazing what great things can happen. I know. Yeah, I can imagine that just the energy and the positivity has got to be very refreshing. It uh, is. It is. And it, very, it, it gets you through. And plus, you know, when you're talking to people, the walking doesn't seem as uh, as, as long. Yeah, it's true. much more quickly. Yep. I don't know, John. You guys are doing great work. Again, you know, I, I struggle... 
and sometimes I get overwhelmed with the the chaos, the bureaucracy, the the corruption that seems so you know everywhere around us. And in the to see that what you guys are doing, it's it's a a, a sparkle, a bright light in a in a world that seems kind of spiraling out of control. So I appreciate everything that you're doing and and uh, having the grand vision, which I think is huge. It, there's not many organizations that have as grand a vision that you guys do. It's almost um, like I said, only but it has visions of that are other countries and other political systems. So, um, kudos to you and, and to, to equip and what you guys are, are embarking on. Well, well, thank you, Richard. And on behalf of John Maxwell and, and, uh, our partners uh, here, but also in the world that can hear this is, uh, thank you for giving us a couple of, uh, uh, programs to be able to share the vision of what's going on. And, uh, I'd love to stay engaged with you and, and uh, if I can ever serve you anyway, please let me know. Uh, but I uh, look forward to talking again, and, and maybe we can update you on some other uh, big, audacious, uh, hairy goals that we're up to. Yeah, days. awesome. Hey, I was going to – when you get – I need to look at the dates when your team is going to be down in Carotero. I can, maybe I can time – because I fly to Carotero. Um, maybe I can time it, and uh, maybe it'll work out. And if yeah, you, mentioned, you mentioned that the last time we were together, and I wasn't as clear as to the path once it is into Mexico, but uh, I'm seeing John Breakin here tomorrow and uh, and his team, and uh, I, I will try to connect you guys and see if there's a way that you can do that and be a part of that. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for the update. And again, we'll stay in touch. And um, anything I can do to help equip and promote it, uh, I'm all on board. I'm all in. So uh, thanks for coming on the show and giving us another update. Thanks and continued success to you. I look forward to us talking again. All right. Thanks, John. Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership ebook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader, which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense. You can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com.